Have you ever wished the radio guy would think like you and say things that actually make sense rather than softening his stance to be politically correct? Well then, whitely so. Gil Whiteley will give you the absolute truth. Truth according to Gil, that might be a little different than the absolute truth. Uh, joining me, wait, have you ever uh, just thought, boy, I wish that a radio talk show host would think like me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I never met one like you, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a little strange. Uh, we've been friends a long time. Uh, the... Yeah. Uh, how does how does Kansas City not go to Tyree Kill last night? How do they? You know, you've said on this show before the guy's unstoppable. He caught three balls, four targets, three balls for sixteen yards. I mean, that is that that's that's criminal. I mean, and then they lose a game, a one one point game. Yeah, well. Uh... You know they still scored thirty five points. I mean, it, <laughs> and they they had the ball in position, obviously, to win the game, score thirty eight or or forty. So I mean, uh, yeah, I mean they they have so many weapons. I mean, they, you know, you normally win scoring that many points, especially you know they fumble at the end of the game that it cost them the ball game. So uh, yeah, they just have so many. I mean, you know. Kelsey, I mean, they, they couldn't stop him at all. So, no. You know, if you take away one guy, you know, that somebody else. Somebody I'm not sure anybody can him. stop Kelsey for a whole game. He's, he's oh, a, that's, that's for sure. He's as good as it is going. Uh, the Broncos have the Ravens in a couple of weeks. Broncos have a nice start. They beat a, an okay team and a bad team. They're 2-0. and Both of them on the road, which that, that makes those wins bigger. Uh Oh, yeah, it really does. I mean, you know, I mean, we know, we all know, you know, how hard it is to, for somebody to beat the Broncos at home. So uh, they've got a, as big a home field advantage as anybody, maybe more than anybody. So uh, so that, that bodes well for the Broncos. Uh, and I think, and I, I didn't see that. I know when Kansas City got good, and I know you won't claim this, but I'm going to claim it for you. They started using the defense that you would pull on people. They'd put five and six guys on the line, and then that people would mis- misconstrue that as he was blitzing, but they didn't know which four guys or which three guys were going to come. That's when two years ago they started being really good defensively. I didn't see much of that last night. Well, yeah, the Ravens... <laughs> I mean, if the Ravens are throwing the ball, you're in good shape. But if they're running the ball, watch out. Uh, they're going to run the ball on anybody. So I said that in, the, um, in my uh, in in my first segment is they're going to be coming to play the Broncos, and the Broncos have got to put a bunch of guys up front and stop the run and keep Lamar Jackson uh, in the pocket or don't get him get outside anyway. That's easier said than done as well. But that's oh, the way yeah. you beat him. He can't beat you with his arm. He's too inaccurate. Yeah, they, but they, you know, we saw it. I mean, they're they're two minute or four minute offense, and they have the ball in their head. They're going to win. So, um, uh, running the football. So, uh, if they keep it close, you know, it's to their advantage. You got to be able to score against them, uh, certainly, and try to get them, in, you know, try to get them behind or where they have to throw, but. 
but even Kansas City scoring 35 couldn't make them. Uh, you know, once they stopped throwing early and threw those interceptions and got to the running game, they're pretty tough. So uh, they, they've got a good team. But they've had a solid team and a good team and a playoff team for a while. It's because they have a great running game, not a great passing attack. Well, the Rams look real good. You know, uh, Wade's son, Wesley, for those of you who don't know, is uh, is coaching still uh, with the Rams organization. And what is his exact – at one time he was the, the tight ends coach, but what is he got doing now? Yeah, he coaches, still coaches the tight ends, but he's the passing game coordinator. Okay, yeah, I knew and, he had another title. Yeah, and their passing game is pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> didn't hurt that he got yeah. Stafford. Stafford's better than I thought. I honestly thought, and I said this last summer when that trade went off uh, between the Rams and Detroit, that I, I blame Matthew Stafford for keeping Calvin Johnson from being the, the best wide receiver who ever played the game. Calvin Johnson was a Hall of Famer, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, or has, is he in yet? Maybe he's not. He, so, I think he is, yeah. He will be. Yeah. yeah. Will but be. I think he could have been with a different quarterback. I think he could have been, had he been with Manning or been, been with Brady or whatever it might be. He would be remembered well, maybe as the best best wide receiver ever. Well, yeah, they 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 still scored a lot of points. It's just that they had no defense, they had no offensive line, so um, you know they had a lot of and they don't run the game. So <laughs> I think we see Stafford for what he is. He's a really good quarterback. You're involved in a new thing. I I, I haven't I we haven't talked about it. I haven't even asked you about it. But it's it's the thirty third franchise of the 33rd team uh what is that right uh it, it's a thing on the internet and uh, uh mike uh tannenbaum um uh, kind of heads it up but uh they've got a lot of people on there that that uh are football have a lot of football knowledge and uh they discuss things about the league and and they uh, they really do a great job of analyzing everything any you know anything you want, anything you can think of. They've got a uh, a group of young guys that uh, are really uh, computer uh, do great things with the computers and analyzing things and uh, any football thing. They they come out with all kinds of things that are they're really interesting about about the game and what's happening and and actually who's going to win and, and why. So uh, it, it's it's interesting. Bill Polian's on there. There's a lot, of, a lot of people on there, a lot of coaches on there. So It's uh, amazing how it, I, I think it's really... Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's just a really interesting thing, I think. I think it's amazing how analytics has changed the game, and I think it was Bill James who you know did it in in baseball originally, and then uh, then the, the Moneyball book and slash movie came out. And football now, I sit... In the press box, I sit right behind a bunch of guys that got chips in the ball. They got uh, that they can follow. There's chips in every helmet, and every shoulder pad. Uh, tells you how fat guys are running. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, I call them the black ops guys. You know, uh, uh, they don't even want you to look at what they're doing. But the information is incredible. They know exactly how far a player has run during a game. Yeah, and actually, we use them during practice, which I think is a real, real key. You know, they, uh, the uh, trainers and the, 
the athletic trainers and, and the people, uh, strength and conditioning people working together, tell you how much running a, a group or individual is doing in practice, and uh, it helps prevent injuries because they'll come to us and say, hey, you need to slow down with the defensive backs. They've done too much running today or, uh, you know, or change this, this, this one guy is uh, potentially, you know, overworking himself. So, uh, yeah, they utilize that in practice, which I think uh, it's going to cut down, or at least did with the Rams, cut down the injuries. I didn't realize that. that uh, I, I just learned something that, that that's used during and during practice as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think finally, I don't know if you had a chance to see it. I'm sure you saw some of the plays from it. Uh, I, I think Teddy Bridgewater is the perfect quarterback for Pat Shermer's offense. Uh, I was not impressed with Shermer the first two years here, but he had two. They were too sporadic at quarterback. Teddy's not a turnover machine. He hasn't turned it over yet, as a matter of fact. And uh, uh, and he's good at go throwing those five, six, seven yard passes and uh, and relying on yards after the catch. Uh, and and the Broncos are making some stuff happen. I, I you know I, they're in the best division right now in the AFC in the AFC West. Uh, uh, you would you would hope they would have a chance to uh, to maybe make a wild card because I don't think anybody beats Kansas City for the for the you know matter what happened last night. Yeah, Raiders look good though. <laughs> the Raiders did look but, good. Yeah, but yeah, it's a tough division. But you're right. I mean, uh, yeah, Brid- Bridgewater's coming. I'm uh, number one, not turning the ball over. Uh, with a really good defense, is is going to win games for you, and so uh, they're doing it that way too. They, their defense is really good too. As a defensive coordinator, you pay attention to some stats, and one of the two stats the Broncos had last year, they had the most three and outs in the NFL, and they had the most turnovers in the NFL. And as a defensive coordinator, they're putting your guys back on the field way too soon. They need some rest. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah. Uh, a lot of those stats certainly are, are uh, just that. I mean, how 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 much your offense controls the ball is how uh, how well you play defense. <laughs> you know, if you like you say, if you're not out there on defense, you you know, your stats are a lot better. So uh, any team that can and that's why the Ravens have been good on defense for a long time too, is because of the running game. Now they they have not played well on defense this year, but. Uh, but it's uh, controlling the ball and offense is certainly a key. What have you seen uh, trend-wise that uh, that seems to be evolving in the NFL over the last five years, even when you were in the league, into what you're now observing? The, I, I imagine being out of the league for the first time in 50 years or whatever it was, 45 years. Uh, I, I imagine you uh, are... Get a different view of what what's going on in the league. Yeah, well, I think, like you said, the analytics thing, especially, uh, um, you know, going going forward on fourth down, uh, even in your own territory, um, uh, going for two when it doesn't seem like you should go for two, uh, you know, to 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 average football coach. I mean, I, I you know some of the, some of the uh, analytics on that are, are strange as far as uh, going for two when when you're uh, when it's not a 
when you don't really, when you don't really think you should be. Uh, but uh, there's some analytics that are, are strange as far as going for two. And also the fourth down, you can see a lot more people are going for it on fourth down now. And not that it's helping them. I think, uh, I still think you, you know, if you don't make it, it's a turnover, you know, and, and turnovers win games. So I think they're not taking that into consideration. But, uh, but there's a lot of analytics people that are, that are controlling all of what coaches do. Last week, uh, the Bills were dominating the Steelers, uh, and right towards the end of the second quarter, with like a minute and a half left in the second quarter, the Bills went for fourth and eight at midfield and didn't get it. And I think that aggravated the Steelers, saying, hey, that's not giving our offense any respect. Then they turned around, went down, got a touchdown before half, and then came out in the second half and beat them solid. I think that, that you know, when someone gives you fourth and eight, you uh, go for it on fourth and eight, they're not giving much credit to your offense. That motivates a team, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And like I say, it, when you don't make it on fourth down, I, they you know, they say, well, you should go for it. But, you know, we know that if you win the turnover battle, you win games. And if you go for it, it's just it like giving the ball up. I've never and thought of it that way. That really is a turnover, yeah. Yeah, it's a turnover. So, um, you know, I, I just, I'm not sure they take that in consideration. They should put, use because, that in the stats. Because the plus two, plus two turnovers, you went 75% of your games in the NFL. If you get a plus one or a plus two. So, uh, so those are, uh, you know, those are game-changing plays that if you don't make it, and you're not going to make all of those. You won a game as, uh, with the Broncos uh, uh, where, where you guys had five turnovers and you won the game anyway. I think that's when you were defensive coordinator here recently, uh, which is an amazing yeah. number. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's, uh, it's not, you know, it's not 100% on any of that, but if, that's why, you know, you so many games that you've never seen this happen before. You know, we've seen hundreds and thousands of games probably, but that's the great thing about football is, you know, you see a game and things happen that, you know, it, just like the game last night or the, or the, the Raider game when they threw for a touchdown and you know, everybody went out and shook hands and it wasn't a touchdown. They didn't make it. And, you know, so... Uh, all uh, all kinds of things in football that this uh, you never can anticipate what's going to happen. That's for sure. You as a defense. This is my last question. As a defensive coordinator, when a team scores a touchdown, and then and then you all of a sudden see them lining up and they're going to go for two, you go, "Oh, damn, they're going to go for two. Or do you go, "Okay, let's shut them down"? And and what is your what goes, what's the first thing that goes through your mind? Oh, damn, is that that would almost seem what I would think. Well, I mean, I, you know, you, you hope they go for two because it's harder to make two than it is one. So, um, and if you don't make the two, you get zero. So, <laughs> uh, so I, uh, especially when they, you know, especially when they uh, uh, had the extra point, you know, right in the same place. Now it's a little different now with having to kick a long field goal for an extra point. So. That added something to it, but 
uh, yeah, I mean, I always wanted to go for two. I felt like we had an advantage and still do. I mean, it's less than, it's less than 50% chance of making it against any team. Oh, so, I didn't, I thought it was better than that. Oh yeah. Oh no. It's less than 50% has been for a long time. That's why people don't go for two every time. Okay. Hey, Wade, thanks so much. I appreciate it. We'll look, up, we'll look up with it in a few weeks or a month or so as the season okay. progresses. Oh. Wade Phillips. Uh, nope. <laughs> Love me some Wade.